Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp. Reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher purpose, to end smart basketball. Yeah, well, Bob, what are, what are you doing with that flashlight exactly? Are you are you hiding from somebody right now? I just don't want anyone, He's fine. I just don't want anyone to know don't I'm down here. <laughs> Pardon? Down where? Where are you exactly? I can't say. Fascinating. So we've got Tony who has joined us. It seems like he's literally just rolled out of bed. Is that is that accurate, Tony? Yeah, I mean, to say it that way, it seems like I'm waking up, but I actually hadn't yet fallen asleep. But yes, I I got out of bed to be here. Were you comfortably, like, snuggled up under some blankets? I was under the blankets, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, here we go. <laughs> Bob's working out. Bob is working out. <laughs> Bob is doing push-ups on which, why, why is Bob the floor of his right basement, now, you know? which he just turned the lights off for seemingly no reason. <laughs> Which uh, speaks to uh, an issue that came up on the last pod I was a part of, which is that you guys do video chat, which um, it's great, but it, it's it's a little it can be distracting. Like, you know, when we did the the Wolf's Den ten years ago, it was pure audio, so I was just responding to what I was hearing. But when I can see your your facial expressions, sometimes when I go on a rant and I and I see, like, video of Zach, and he looks like he's kind of bored with what I'm talking about, it <laughs> shakes my confidence a little. It's and so uh, it's happened to me before, the video- Tony. Like, big time. <laughs> but that, that's part of the fun, though, right? Because we're, we're all, like, imagine we're all in the same room doing this. We'd be doing that anyway, so, so what's the difference? Yeah, I don't know. I guess I feel like... Um, you know, sometimes it's in my nature to want to poke fun at people, maybe, or, or something of that sort. And it's a lot harder to do when I'm looking you in the face. It, it's not for me. I suppose... <laughs> Bob's doing curls right now. Yeah. Bob's doing curls. I suppose ultimately, <laughs> Tony, Tony you, could, you could, theoretically, you could not look at your phone. You could, you could put That's, the phone off to the side. Like, turn it sideways. That, that's what I'm doing. I, I'm, I'm rarely looking at the phone unless I'm looking for a reaction from you guys, which is pretty rare, but I, I do look at the phone every once in a while. Um, uh, now that we've got the was... uh, logistics out of the way, uh, Bob, you're doing... What do you... Have you moved on to a plank? I'm just doing some stretching now. Loosen up my hip capsule. Okay. <laughs> do you have like what a... Are you training for? Do you have like a strobe light on in the back? There's like some blue light. <laughs> that's his headphones. That's your headphones. <laughs> Bluetooth, yeah. Okay. Bob broke his hip in uh, middle school? Eighth grade. Uh, after eighth yeah. grade. Summer after eighth grade. Avulsion fracture. Hence the, hence the need to loosen up the hip all these years later. That's right. It hurts. Is that Give true? Give me problems. <laughs> it hurts every day. It's true. It's true. Didn't, didn't heal the right way. I'm sorry. I wouldn't have brought it up if I had known it was a source of... Bob, did I... Cross the- did I, I give you a hard bar. time in some way when you broke your hip? I feel like I probably would have if I had the chance. You, d- you did. You told me that I should drink more milk. <laughs> That's not too bad. That seems like good advice. <laughs> That's just good, solid advice. I don't know. I could say that to Tony, but one thing that I remember about Tony is that he hates milk. 
I hate milk. You got that right. <laughs> hey guys, this is a basketball podcast. Let's talk some basketball. <laughs> would Would you give that same advice today, Ed? Would you still say drink more milk? <laughs> sure. I mean, it helps your bones, right? Helps your boner. Uh, probably. Does it? <laughs> Bob, do a study on it and get back to us next week. <laughs> Just drink like as much milk as you can and see if that is an aphrodisiac. I can't imagine it would have a lot of repercussions. Uh, I'm a half gallon in and I'm so horny right now. You walk around like Ron Burgundy in San Diego like milk was a bad choice. (laughs) It's actually a libido killer, I think. If not for you, the person you're with, for sure. <laughs> is this the Smart Pharmacy Podcast? <laughs> Stride up to the bed Do with it. a couple glasses of milk. <laughs> Do it. Bob, if you ever get divorced, do a test run where you go on Tinder and and uh, order milk on every first date and see how it turns see out. What happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing Bob like I don't want to picture too much, but Bob like settling into bed with like a glass of milk in both hands, putting it down. <laughs> like, don't worry, trust me. <laughs> You'll thank me in fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Zach is not amused. <laughs> I mean, he, he probably is. I'm smiling. But this is the video feature I was talking about. Where, I'm smiling. Where, when, there, when there's a joke going on, and then you look at like maybe one person doesn't whatever doesn't seem to be enjoying it. It's like oh, I don't know. Change the subject. He's not giving us the the unblinking dead eye stare like he gave me. <laughs> All right, Zach. What do you got? I mean, the milk. The milk comment was pretty bad. I mean, we could we could talk about milk, I suppose, for another fifteen minutes if you guys want to. Well, I do have questions for Tony. Actually, like, will you have milk with anything? Like, I remember you you would have it with cereal, right? I used to have it with cereal. Sure, sure. Or like, uh, you know, put it in a, you know cream based soups and things like that. I guess, but cream based soups. Yeah. But would you would uh, would you yeah. like tip back the bowl of cereal when you're done with it to finish the milk? I, I'd rather okay. not. Uh, even if, you know, like at the end of a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch, yeah. or, or cocoa puffs, or uh, something. Even then, that's I'd rather not. How about yogurt? Are you into yogurt? I uh, used to be. Uh, oh, this 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 will be interesting, maybe. Um, but a year ago, I did a food sensitivity panel, where it looks you have to give blood, and they tested against a lot of food sensitivities, and yogurt was. <clears throat> Uh, one of my most, like, one of the foods that my body is least, you know, is not is the worst for my body or whatever, yeah. like, most sensitive to. So I've actually not had yogurt in a good year or so. Is your body Have making you? a difference? Yeah. Um, not really, no. Hmm. What else What else have <laughs> you, you know, been avoiding? Uh, I've cut <clears throat> most dairy. I mean, like, so here's the thing. Uh, so dairy is kind of hard to cut out, you know, people, cheese and, uh, milk and a lot of things. Um, so I don't usually have those things around the house, but like if we go to a restaurant, I will still get stuff that has dairy in it. So it's not like a hard pass. It's just soft pass. minimizing. Yeah. It's just minimizing the intake. 
And uh, no, I can't say I've noticed a huge difference, but uh, whatever. <laughs> I've never heard of this this test before. Did you? Is this something you find at like at a at a mall kiosk? Maybe in one of those middle middle <laughs> of the aisle. Blood taken from you in a mall kiosk. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you can sound do very it at any like at any like nutritionist dietetics place or something. I did it through. Uh, through my gym, which is kind of like a one-stop shop for all your stuff. Like, they do some health and wellness stuff as well, so... Sounds like a maybe a cult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe. I think you'd be surprised how many people uh, do something like that. Go to gyms? Yeah. Be in cults? Oh. Um, so... <laughs> Do you mind if I go off on a brief tangent and you guys, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts Please. on this. You don't have to ask, just just dive right in. All right, so it's a tangent related to, so we're talking about food sensitivity panels and uh, or whatever, like food sensitivities. And uh, that gets me thinking about how maybe you would disagree with this, but it seems like nowadays, especially the younger generation, kids, are a lot more uh, sensitive <laughs> to say like peanuts and... Mm-hmm. Various yes. various food allergies, Sorry, peanuts, just dairy, at whatever. Go on. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> and uh, and uh, it's my belief that probably through like different things in our foods that we've been consuming over the last thirty years, whatever. Like, there's a lot of food additives that it's kind of caused these sensitivities that we're passing on to like our children and then they will probably pass on even more sensitivities to their children through like the gene pool. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on that premise? Start first off. I don't know. I, I, I guess I learned about food allergies that I just assumed that once you had one, you had it, but cause we, we had a scare with, um, I think some of you guys know with Ike with peanut butter, but they tell you to start like with peanut butter and that stuff early and kind of build them into it because they can build a tolerance to it, which I didn't really realize. So I don't know if I'm answering your question so much as telling you what I learned recently about allergies and that you can kind of somewhat avoid them, at least from food allergies. Yeah, or or you can like, if you cut something out of your diet, your body can kind of like heal itself or whatever, that if you slowly reintroduce it later, maybe it won't be such an issue, whatever. I, so, uh, oh, Bob, go ahead. I think it's I think it's idiopathic. It's interesting. <laughs> Elaborate on that. Um, no, you're probably right. But uh, so anyway, long story short, and it's not that short because it's been going on for a while now. But uh, my thought is, if this, uh, if my theory is right, that like because of the, you know, whatever, from our parents to us, from us to our kids. We, we pass on these, like, food sensitivities, and they keep getting worse. Yes. It seems like they're getting worse. Like, there weren't 30 years ago. It didn't seem like kids were having these the significant of, like, nut allergies and things like that. My theory is that, Population like, ends. it might be, like, it might be, like, 500 years down the road. But at some point, as a human race, we're going to be, like, we- unable to consume our own food source on planet Earth. And that will be, like, the demise of our species. What do you think? I think I mean along these lines. I'm going to just interrupt up because I know you have a deep thought there. That's going to be about three words long, but <laughs> where, where I'm going with this is I, I sort of feel like uh, piggybacking on what what uh, Tony just sort of mentioned there with how the human race is going to devolve essentially uh, due to uh, 
I'm not really not sure allergies. if it's the food. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be food. It's going to be just generally like, you know, we don't do anything anymore. We don't hunt for food. We don't we don't really earn our food. We just, we, we do various uh, un, unrelated tasks to, to get our food. And eventually, I don't know if it's going to be 500 years or 5,000 years, but I, I sort of wouldn't be surprised if if we become, you know, weak in, 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 the, in the same, you know, I guess food allergies maybe isn't the right way to put it, but... Anyways, you guys are laughing at me. Go ahead and go ahead and talk about. I was, I'm not laughing. Nobody's no, nobody's laughing. I was just thinking that if, <laughs> if I ever develop a sensitivity to Mountain Dew, I'd rather just die. Absolutely, that's the right way to approach it. I think um, I think Tony, if Sean was on the call here, he would say that people actually do not need to eat. Yes. Well, and that's my other theory is that if if that theory holds true, that years from now we won't be able to consume the food of this planet, that the food scientists and things will be so far ahead of it that there'll just be like a pill you take every day that gives you your day's worth of yeah. calories. It's like whatever. hook up to like an IV in the morning and you're good to go for the day. Perfect. But this is a sports podcast, right? Occasionally. Sometimes. I mean, what is what is food after all, right? It is. It's nothing more than recycled, uh, you know, uh, things that that become. It's you know, like it, it turns into poop. You, you poop it out, and you it goes into the environment, and then it, eventually it comes back, and you eat it again. Yeah, so basically, whatever it, your body can absorb yeah. and turn into energy, and yeah, fascinating stuff. Looks like guys, we're missing that, Sean that really, on this. He would have some good thoughts yeah. on this. I don't know if I can channel it enough to try to imitate him, so I won't try. I did have one one basketball item to, to potentially we could we can spend a few minutes on. Uh, I, th- I think it was the was it the the Duke game, some game this past week in, in the tournament where uh, a player had to sit because of foul trouble. Can you guys remind me who that was? I'm I'm drawing a blank. I just know that there was a, a controversial. Well, that that Taco guy fouled out at the end it, of the Duke taco. game. Yeah, Taco. Taco. So, so Taco. Taco. Yeah. Bob, you don't get to correct yeah. anybody on names after you call them Zia and Williamson. That was a joke. <laughs> yeah, bullshit. <laughs> it's a lot funner when no, when no one laughs. <laughs> Anyways, so 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 Taco fouled out, or or he he got he got into early foul trouble, and the, the you know the old the old standby is uh, you you take players out when they get into early foul trouble. In, in the NBA, it's a little more cut and dry because I think the the rule of thumb is is if it's if they have more fouls than the than the quarter that you're currently in, you, you take them out. That's just like a standard NBA protocol. And I, I found interesting, I found an article from last year that, that sort of highlights it's more of a, uh, the reason people do that, the reason coaches do that, is because it's it's sort of a, a, uh, an innate human emotion uh, or behavior to, to keep as many options available to you as possible, whether it's, you know, choosing to decide, you know, to keep your point guard in, in a game or maybe, you know, uh, throwing away leftovers in your fridge or not, it's all the same concept. You're basically trying to keep open the, your, your options for, for you know, whether it's rational or not, it's, it's, it's not really, um, your brain isn't able to process that. And anyways, Bob, you're, you're a big proponent of, of uh, keeping guys in the game with, with two or more fouls, right, early in the game? Absolutely. I feel like this is a topic you've, you've had opinions on over the years. I've expounded on that at length. Yeah, I just think, um, I mean, the more minutes you have a guy on the floor who is, like, one of your best players, 
you should use him no matter what time of the game it is. A point at uh, halftime is worth the same as a point at the end of the game at the old, at the end of the day. So, so if if your point. best player had five fouls, I guess we'll talk college basketball. If he had four fouls uh, in the first half, you'd continue to play him as long as he wasn't tired. Four fouls. Well, see, that's fouls. So, I mean, honestly, no. I I would argue that I probably am a victim to the same fallacy of thinking <laughs> that everyone oh, else is. No. So you just did a yeah a one eighty, and you said every no, 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 every I'm minute just, is, is I'm equal, saying, and then and that and now you you once I, I throw the actual uh, the actual uh, scenario right in front of you, you 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 pivot. Four fouls is a lot of fouls. One more and he's done, Zach. <laughs> exactly. So you've. You've 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 done the but, 180. No, no, no. Okay, that's fine. No, here's the thing. I mean, I think there's some wisdom to that, or maybe some uh, again fallacy to that. But when you're sitting a guy with two fouls, I think he might end the game with two fouls, whether he plays five more minutes or twenty five more minutes. So let him play at least for a little bit. I I think people pull players with two fouls too early. Period. Does your strategy change? Does it depend on what position you play? Like, are you more likely to err on the side of letting a guy stay in if he's like a guard? I guess I'd be a question. So. I'm assuming that guards have a harder time. Um, I'd like. I want to know probably the ratio of it, but of of picking up that many fouls, of course, versus like a center or something. I think so. I think a guard is going to have a, a lower foul rate than a big guy for sure. Yeah. So I think that does change. I have a, a follow-up to that. Do you think it changes at all if it's a player that you would want on the court to take a potential like game-winning shot at the end, like a scorer who you're going to need on the court for a final possession, versus like maybe like a guy like this Taco, whatever his name is, who isn't necessarily that guy, but he's like a he impacts the game, so like you want him out there as much as possible, but he wouldn't be a guy like if he fouls out and isn't available for the big shot at the end of the game. That's not that's no big loss because he probably wouldn't take it anyway. I don't think that that doesn't. I mean, like in in this particular situation, you're a pretty big underdog. You need you kind of need to get lucky. I would have played him. I would have erred on the side of him falling out with ten minutes left than not. But I think there's I think honestly there's like a there's a psychological side to it too, right? Where if you've got your one of your best players who falls out, the rest of the guys know we don't have that guy anymore. So I think that's also something that you can't necessarily totally discount. Ed? I I don't think I disagree. I guess I'm going by, I'm thinking of Zach. I hadn't thought of it that way where you say more fouls than whatever quarter that you're in. But I'm feeling like in the third quarter, like you could probably ride with the guy even if he hits potentially three or four fouls. But that's when you've got six to give. I'd like to share a story of when I was coaching the Anthony Middle School basketball team with uh, with Tony Yeager, and we we played a playoff game, I believe, at Ols- at Olson Middle School, and um, our our best player, maybe not our best player, but our, our really the only guy who could play point guard, picked up his third foul, I believe, like mid second quarter. Our best player got his fourth foul with like a minute before halftime and (laughs) he was aggressive yeah it was like man just settle down don't foul and ultimately i think we were down by like 10 or you know something like where the game's about to slip away right 
And so we, we put him out there to start the third quarter. And it's like, do not foul. Do not foul. And, and I, I think within like two minutes, he was done, right? Yeah, he fouled out right and you away. Could, and you could feel the air go out of the team. So I don't know if that was – I mean, I don't think we are going to win either way. And I think probably the only chance we did have of winning was for the guy to not foul and actually, you know, be on the floor. But – If you're that kid's parent well, and that kid falls out before halftime, are you angry – as a parent at the coaches for keeping him in there. <laughs> uh, his parents weren't at the game. It didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't think, I'm sure some parents would be, but I wouldn't be. I mean, the kid, I, the kid earned his father. You want to see, yeah, you want to see your kid on the floor. I don't think, I don't, I, I think a parent would be mad. Parents get mad when you choose to sit their kids, not yeah. if you play them so much that they fall out and the, the refs <laughs> right. make them get off the court. Yeah. Right, exactly. Can I, was it on the pod? I think it was when you shared the story about Tony from when we had a, you had a couple of your stories and the, the thing that made me laugh so hard, I want to make sure that Bob told this correctly, Tony, was you yelling at the kids yeah. to be more mature after they just lost like their <laughs> was it like the last game of the season? All right. Yeah. Yeah. A, they lost and, the play the, the playoff game we're talking about. Yeah. And then a kid a kid basically said something like he spilled soda and that he left it for the ref to, to clean up because the refs did a bad job and you and you got all fired up. He said, That's the shit I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. So not like my greatest moment, but admittedly, like these kids would piss me off. Uh and uh so yeah we lost the playoff game which is hard when you're in seventh grade or whatever like you're you're upset but uh like one of our kids threw a gatorade bottle on the ground and it just spilled all over like the quarters the hallway i don't remember where it was if it was on the in the gym court or if it was in the hallway in the hallway and uh i don't remember what i said but yeah the kid said that the refs could lick it up (laughs) and and i think i said because i had I think I'd previously been telling him that some of you guys need to, you need to mature, to mature a little bit before high school because it's going to be a different animal or whatever. And then that incident happened. The refs can lick it up. And I think I said, that's the shit I'm talking about. Yes, you did. And I walked away. <laughs> and that was like the, that was, those were like my closing <laughs> no, words to the team for the said. season. I don't, I don't think I said any more words to the team the rest of the season. Because <laughs> so. like, it was the bus ride home. I probably didn't talk to anyone on the bus ride home. And then... <laughs> And then that was it. So I hope I changed some lives that day. It's a hell of a message to kids after they lost their last game. (laughs) Hey, half half those kids didn't seem like they cared anyway. Tony was the bad cop to my, uh, I don't don't even know if I can call myself a good cop or the pushover cop. But I was. Hey, should we tell him about the. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, Bob was the head coach. Um, Two (laughs) <laughs> Two of my favorite memories. One was uh, when one kid said, hey, hey, Coach Bob or whatever. And Bob said, yeah? Kid said, you a punk. <laughs> and Bob said, I ate. <laughs> and that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> hey, Bob, you a punk. I ate. <laughs> like you were trying to be cool. Like, Wait, he, yeah, I can re- roll with that. Did he refer to Bob as just by his first name? He didn't say Coach. Or I don't coach remember Wolfie if it was Coach Wothy or he what said, it hey, was. Hey, Coach, you a punk. But when you followed up with you a punk, I mean, is does it have to be that respectful of an address? I mean, <laughs> you kind of you kind of announced that you're not really intending any respect there. How do you guys know what what uh, what that means though to an eighth grader? Well, that's what I'm I mean. Really that's clear how you can. 
That's why I didn't take offense to it because the kid was clearly just trying to be cool and like I'm like, yeah. all right, yeah, he, he was just joking around, <laughs> but still. But Tony, if he said that to Tony, Tony would have made that kid run for the next two hours. You need to grow up, kid. <laughs> sounds like it sounds like Ed's right. Ed, he's 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 right behind Tony with with his. Uh, that's definitely super disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like I guess depending on how like. Certainly, I wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't have ever said anything like that to, like, a coach growing up. Like, you, you kind of have supposed to have more respect than that for authority figures or whatever. But we were just a couple of punk college kids, so yeah, right. be asking a lot to ask grade school, middle school kids to respect us. <laughs> so, really yeah. interesting, uh, sorry, important, this is an important question here. Where do you guys stand on, on the concept of national parks? We talked about this a little bit yesterday in the, uh, the group chat. I was of the opinion, and this is just me sort of assuming feel, who whose opinion would be what, and I sort of assume that Bob and Sean would be anti or, or neutral to national parks, and and Bob was was kind of offended. I want to hear more about how how important you think national parks are, Bob. Well, I mean, I'd like to I'd, I would have liked to hear Tony's take before you you colored his response with my apparent take. Yeah. Okay, Tony. National parks. Are you? Do you? Do you want them? Do you not care? Where do you stand? I mean, what's to not like about them? Just like the financial resources that go into well, whatever, maintaining them, or what? whatever. Whatever are are uh, the, the why? The, why the, should the, the government action? own land? Well, yeah. I don't know. I I don't pretend to know that much about national parks, but wouldn't it be? that there needs to be some type of governing body that protects the land basically so that it doesn't get purchased and developed and things like that. I mean, we do need to have some, uh, some land on this, this, on this country that is preserved and, you know, why left to nature? Why should, why should the government own anything? This is what I'm talking about, Bob. I feel like this is the stance that I was expecting you to come out with yesterday, and now here you are coming out with it. Okay, this Dude, is good. So you, I, I'm, I'm like the, I, it, of all the people that you know, I am probably the biggest government supporter of anybody. I want a strong government that owns everything. I don't want, I don't, I don't want, right. pri- I don't want any private industry. I want government. I want wokeism. Didn't you just, didn't right? Didn't you just say that that the government shouldn't own land? No, I'm just playing devil's advocate, Zach. Oh, you're just tossing around the year. Okay, okay. I'm just tossing Tony's salad. (laughs) Get away from the milk, Bob. (laughs) So much silence after that comment. (laughs) Do you guys push the envelope like that on this podcast very often because i feel like it's ratcheted up a few notches what's which which envelope are are, are we uh, pushing exactly (laughs) double double entendre sexual innuendos (laughs) i was thinking if you really wanted to it started off weird like bob like turning off the lights, (laughs) laying down in the dark he's kind of like looks like he's really close to the camera and he's like laying on his side for the people listening I don't do very many of these pods, so I don't know if this is normal. I think it's because you're here, Tony. Kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> well, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> We've been friends a long time. <laughs> the the reason why I, I brought all this up was was uh, you know the whole Special Olympics uh, 
disbanding, which it almost, I don't even know if that's actually a thing or if it's like one of the, you might recall, I think, wasn't uh, public broadcasting supposed to be um, disbanded years ago as well, but that's like one of those internet hoaxes that never actually was a real thing. I'm not sure what's real anymore. No, Mr. Rogers saved it. For public funding for, yeah, he saved it. And I only know that because I just watched the documentary on HBO. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Special Olympics, the the thing is, they've proposed it, I think, the past three years. And I mean, it, it can be proposed, but it still needs to be passed by Congress and Congress won't pass it and they won't pass it again. But it's a real proposal, put it that way. But I don't understand how this ties into national parks. It, it just sort of struck me as like, what is the the one like like? Can you get guys name one thing that that the Trump presidency has actually accomplished? And it seems like the oh. first thing he's going to be able to do is 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 dissolve the Special Olympics. I think <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be his legacy. <laughs> I can't think of a better ambassador for keeping the Special Olympics than Trump and how he treated that disabled reporter. Right. I think they um I think they've succeeded in packing the courts with a bunch of conservative judges. I think that's been a pretty pretty big success. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, but that's that's not really like public. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. You got me. Um Got you. Oops. You got you me. Got me. <laughs> got you. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to toss out a uh the idea of, of, of running a, a fun segment called Zach's Not Surprised, and I, this is sort of a fun topic that you guys like to, to run around with in the, uh, the group chat, and because uh, it seems like there's nothing that surprises me. It's true. What are, what are some things that you think uh, that I might not be surprised at that, that most might be surprised at? I don't think you were surprised last week when... Um... Anthony called someone a basic bitch for having scratch-offs in their purse. Okay, who's who's Anthony? It's a, it's a friend of Joel's. Tony it's knows him. a friend him. of Joel's. Okay. We, I guess a, a person that we hung out with last week. You were not surprised by that comment. It wasn't very surprising. Was it surprising to you? It was. It was? Okay. Even though you've seen Anthony behave in that way before... It's always surprising. You were, you were still taking okay. Everything he does is surprising, even though basically it's all the same. I mean, it's not the same, but it's <laughs> it's not surprising for him to do you know outlandish uh, right. acts and, and strange strange uh, strange sayings. Right. What else? What else? Uh, I guess I'm gonna throw at me here. What else? What else? Do you guys got? Ed. I mean, for me, I know that Zach is never surprised with anything to do with the current presidency, and basically. Any news story that's shared, Zach is basically knowing of it and is not surprised by anything that comes out. And I think, really, Zach, is your policy really like you don't want to be bothered with any news until, like, there's an impeachment or just until 2020's election? <laughs> I'm not sure about that. I think the news is still it's still worth knowing about, but it's just none of it's really surprising. It's like it, I feel like I'm just kind of confused as to why people continue to be surprised at the strange and again it's almost like the same thing with anthony you know it's not very surprising to see trump um act out or whatever you want to call it he, his his behaviors are, are very predictable there's nothing well i guess they're they're kind of all over the map and could be on any topic or uh, along could offend any any number of people uh 
the fact that he's done it before and he keeps doing it, what's what's surprising? Where's the surprise at? I I don't know the answer to that question, but I do think there was something that surprised you last week, Zach. And I'd like to I'd like to take the temperature of Tony and Ed here on their methodology when starting to take a shower. When you Oh yeah. Okay. When uh, I just perked up, I got excited about the subject. When you, uh, when you, uh, let's let's say you go into the bathroom. You you, I assume you disrobe before you get in the shower. What what are your steps to uh, to get in the shower? What do you do? Um, so and I have like a tankless water heater, so it takes forever for. <laughs> of course, Ed does. That's how it, it was. It takes built. forever to get warm. It takes forever okay. to get warm. So I turn on the shower. Um, I'm typically finishing my cup of coffee in the morning, mm-hmm. usually while naked. <laughs> <laughs> and it takes me a good three to four minutes to wait for the shower to warm up. It seems like. Are a- you sick? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ed. You're telling me that with with this, the feature of a of a tankless hot water uh, thing is, is isn't that supposed to be where you have hot water on demand? Isn't that why you have a tankless system? No, I think it's I think it's supposed to conserve <laughs> it's yeah. supposed to conserve energy that you're not heating up water that you're not using right away so that right. you only right. heat it on right. demand. The problem is that you're wasting a shit ton of water to get it warm in the Waiting first place. Waiting for it. Yeah. yeah. Right, exactly. Okay. 3 to 4 Tell- minutes. So do you you walk around the house naked? Um no, just my just my trying to living quarters. Okay. <laughs> Tony Oh yeah, I uh, I uh, I turn on the water. It takes about I don't know three minutes to come up to temp. So I use that time two minutes. I use that time to floss my teeth, and then I uh, you know what I'm gonna hop in. I'm gonna stop you right there. I think I think we've already we've we've went past the point where Zach was actually surprised by something. So one of the uh, one of the people that we were <laughs> were hanging out with last week, he. Gets into the shower oh, and right, turns yeah. on the water. Yeah. Just, <laughs> and he just takes the cold water for however long it is to, to warm up. Just absorbs it. What a fool. And, uh, <laughs> and I think I think I've never seen Zach so surprised. The look at his eyes was was like he had seen an apparition of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? I mean, I get not wasting water, but. He claimed he know. claimed that it doesn't take that long to warm up, and I was like, I, I, "Man, I don't know. Any like five seconds is too long, right?" Yeah, I don't. I don't care if it takes three seconds. That's still three miserable seconds right. where you're <laughs> cold as half. And, and, yeah. and the reason this all even came up, Bob, was you had sort of I don't know where you got this from, but you opposed the uh, the uh, theory that that it, it uh, if you take cold showers, you're you're more healthy. Or what was the what was the yeah. I had read better for your skin, isn't it? I had it? read some research that there's health benefits to taking cold showers. Yeah, it's better. I think it's better for your skin. It's better for your blood flow. I don't know some ridiculous. Yeah, you vasoconstrict, so your your blood vessels. That's exactly right. Tighten. That's exactly a doctor. Yes, but anyway, mm. but anyway, so that's the, then that so that guy was like confused, like oh, I don't, I just get in, <laughs> so. And Zach was surprised, so we got him. We got him on something. Follow-up question. Um, do you guys do shower gel or bar soap for body? Bar soap. Yep. Oh, wow. Shower gel for me. Definitely Ooh. bar soap. Lufa's, yeah. Lufa Ed? 
Yeah, usually, Lufa. Sometimes I'm just real lazy and just kind of rub the hands together. Is there anything better than when you're, for the guys who do bar soap, when you've been on the same bar soap for so long that it's it's whittled down to, like, paper thickness, you know, like, you're working with nothing, mm-hmm. basically, when you then move to a fresh bar of soap and that oh, thing just lathers like there's no tomorrow? Game changer. Such a game yeah. changer. I remember those days. Where do you guys uh, Where do you guys clean first when you apply soap? <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> I feel like I was just thinking too. Like if Sean were here, I think he'd have a comment on how the concept the concept of a of a hot shower is such a Western idea that is the reason why so many people hate Americans. I think that would it's something Sean would say. <laughs> Can you say that in, 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 in the voice of Sean? I was trying yeah, to a little bit, like I'm, I'm battling a cold here, but he'd be like, okay. "Yeah, you know." He would he would say something like, it, "It's it's why people hate us and why men are less masculine today because we take too many hot showers." Did you know that you're saving around a hundred dollars a year with that tankless water heater, Ed? Am I am I really saving that much if I'm? Using up how many gallons of water just to wait for it to get warm? <laughs> that is a that is a, uh, a a sort of caveat. It says depending on water usage. So, so yeah. I think we have to talk about something that you guys were tweeting about, which was how about how the Bucks were defending uh, James Harden last night. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, is this my coronation, Ed? Are you are you here to say I'm sorry? I'm not here to say I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm here to like hear you out a little bit more. But I'm not well, ready I mean, to change my mind yet. One one of the best coaches in the NBA adopted the strategy, and I was going to say my strategy. It's really Joel's strategy, and that's how he played the MVP of the league. So was everybody playing? I wasn't. I wasn't paying attention as much. Was it just George Hill? I thought you said George Hill was doing it. George George Hill was definitely doing it. I mean, they were all doing it. I, I think all night they were kind of just kind of letting him go to the hoop if he wanted to go to the hoop. And it wasn't, I mean, to be fair, um, so uh, George Hill was like literally behind him. But for the most part, they were playing him on, like on the side, basically. But letting him go to the hoop whenever he wanted to. Or were they playing on the right on side or on side? the left side? Left side. Okay, so they're trying to take away his left. Yeah. Okay. It's not exactly your strategy of standing behind, like like literally guarding somebody from behind. Well, I mean, the, the principle is the same. They're trying to funnel him to the hoop where there's big guys to block the shot. So if he wants to go to the hoop, go ahead. I mean. So I've actually, what I've, what I've found for you guys, I've found, uh, and I posted this in the group chat, James Harden's passing web chart. It basically shows, it details all of his... His passes. Ooh, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, apparently, if you right. redirect him to the right-hand side of the court, he, he has more <clears throat> more problems than if he's going to his left. Yeah. Because as you can see, he doesn't even move to his left. That's really interesting. Well, he Everybody couldn't going... because because they were pushing him the other way. Yeah. Yes. That's interesting. Huh. Very interesting. Okay. So I, I claim vindication. Coronation, you're you're the you're the, you're the crowned champion Crown me. of of life. Thank you, thank you, everybody. Okay, who do you think is going to win the MVP, Harden or or Giannis? Harden. Just because of the points. Huh? Giannis. So. I'm going Giannis. Oh. I'm going Giannis. I don't know. 
I actually don't know like who's supposed to. I just assume it's going to be hard. I feel like if the Rockets lose a couple more games, I mean, they're already in fourth in the West. If they don't finish in like the top two or three, it's got to be Giannis, right? Best record in the league. He does it on both sides of the court. I guess. I mean, maybe. I'm glad we've devolved into MVP talk. Good job, guys. I feel That's like we, I feel like we should give Tony the opportunity to ask us any questions about the March Madness trip. Yeah, we could just do that. We could do a side conversation tomorrow or something. <laughs> Cause yeah, I do want to hear about it. Were you guys all there? No, Ed. Ed's gone. No, I'm I'm here. So you, my oh, my Skype was really delayed, video. so I'm gonna get off. Okay, Ed, we oh, love you. Are you are you also gonna get off Skype? <laughs>